everyone. Welcome to episode 19. Before we get to episode 19, I just have to ask you to subscribe, rate, and review to Beers in the Lot podcast on whatever podcast app you listen on. Also, make sure you tell your friends, your family, your teammates, your dogs, your cats, whoever, your mailman, doesn't matter. Tell them about the podcast. Coming up on episode 19, we're talking about the NHL's return in the baseball-like schedule that they'll be playing, what we think about helmet sponsors and the stickers on NHL players' helmets, and the NWHL has a TV contract with NBC Sports Network, and that is a big deal. Welcome to episode 19. Popping bottles tonight, huh, boys? Well, yeah. Always. What are you pouring, Rigsby? I have uh, the canine winter warmer from Flying Dog. Our friends at Flying Dog. A winter <laughs> staple. Yes. Yeah. Winter warmer. It's good. It's always good with uh, a good steak or a good burger or something like that. I don't have yeah. one with me, but you know. <laughs> yeah, a good hearty meal. Unfortunately, no steak. Yeah, what, well, you can't really. Injury. I couldn't be sitting here chomping on a steak and talking <laughs> no to you guys. Steak tonight, yeah. <laughs> if people thought our etiquette was bad, now wait till they see Rick's munching on his steak. No, man, I have manners. We talked about this today in the group text. Maybe we'll get to that later. But <laughs> we, did. we talked about this already in the group text. What What about you, Johnny? What do you What do you have tonight? I'm drinking a Wizards and Gargoyles Hazy Coffee IPA from Stone and Modern Times. It's a collaboration they do. Um, really good can art. And I like IPAs. So, yeah. Nice little winter type beer. What about you, Aaron? I have myself another flying dog brew here. A Vicious Hook Fruit Punch Sour. Pretty good. There we are, Aaron. How about you, Daniel? What you drinking? I have a uh, Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet Double IPA. Doubling up on the IPAs tonight. Double them up. Good stuff. Did I miss this thing about etiquette? What What did we say? Well, in the group <laughs> text, I don't know how the conversation started, but we were talking about how the, to how to shop, help shopping cart. No, no. Oh, oh yeah, it was the shopping well, the shopping cart. Yeah. Right. The okay. shopping cart theory, right? Yep. Which is yep. if you're if you're able to be self-governed, it means that you will return the shopping cart to the corral. And if you just leave it out in the middle of the parking lot like an animal, that <laughs> you cannot self-govern yourself. So then that led to do you help um help the servers out by stacking right. your plates, right? Do you okay, stack yeah. your plates and like you know, the dishes and everything when you go to a restaurant. Right. <laughs> and so there's some controversy on that. And we went through that on the group text. That's right. I remember now. And that- and then there was the whole thing about what do you do with trash? What do you do with napkins? Are they paper napkins or linen napkins? Suffice yeah. it to say, just be a good person. <laughs> That's, you, that's kind of what we came down, came up with. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because we're a hockey podcast, I would like to say, I bet you Gritty does not return his shopping cart. 
Gritty never Absolutely. returns. Gritty cards. probably steals the shopping carts and he's walking around he, the city of Philadelphia <laughs> with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like he doesn't have a car, right? <laughs> yeah. So he probably takes the shopping cart and then like does odd jobs around the house with it or like <laughs> goes to the Home Depot and like buys a bunch of stuff and then uses the shopping cart and takes you it You know home, what Gritty you know? does? Gritty takes eight dollars and quarters to Aldi and undoes all the carts and leaves them all around the entire parking lot. And doesn't even go shopping. And doesn't shop there. Because <laughs> he is a grade A scumbag. 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 <laughs> well, that's probably why they wouldn't let him into the bubble last year. He showed up to the Canadian border with all his belongings in a shopping cart. And they're like, no, you can't. You can't come across the border, sir. You're not did you did you see Kevin Hayes was trying to get him in the bubble? Yeah. <laughs> I used to kind of like today. him. Yeah, I did too. Even, <laughs> I used though, to kinda is, like even him. though he is on Philly, I did kind of like Kevin Hayes, but now yeah. since you know he's supporting Gritty, um, you know, piercing the bubble. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That bubble would get uh it would get infected just by having his presence. <laughs> and, and and it wouldn't even be by COVID. It wouldn't be like COVID. <laughs> There's other diseases you got to worry about with Gritty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're welcome, Philly PR team. <laughs> so, uh, hockey. They're going to play some of it again. That's cool. <laughs> We got the yeah. new schedule out. They're yeah, they finally thirteenth. Yeah, they finally kind of hammered everything down, and I guess one way they're going to make up some of the revenue is helmet ads, which some people are up in arms about. We talked about it a little while ago. Called I have no problem. Yeah, we called it. I have no problem with a helmet ad. No problem at all. No, I have no issue with it. We already talked about it. Mm -hmm. I think, and and we kind of did the whole thought process through the whole thing about jerseys and, helmets and all this stuff. Yeah. Right. Like put, put all the ads you want on the ice and the boards and all that kind of stuff. Probably like, let's leave the jerseys alone. If we can helmets are fair game. I think, um, I mean the, I guess, uh, the devils, the caps came out today. Um, look like Nashville is going with Bridgestone on their helmets. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, People and it's, are, a, it's the same same sponsors as their arena currently, so it's a good way just to extend some value into that partnership since fans aren't in the arena, I guess. Yeah, so and people I, are, like some people are pissed off about it, and I get it because, you know, they're purists and the sanctity of the uniform and all that kind of stuff. But think about this. What is the reverse retro jersey? <laughs> What is it really? Cash grab. It's a cash grab. Yeah. It's a it's a you know twisting of the rules a bit to make a little bit more money. So mm -hmm. if that's what you got to do to put stickers on helmets to make a little bit more more money and make the season work, like yeah. Danny said before, like we just want to watch hockey, and if that's what <laughs> makes it work, hockey. yeah, it makes it work, right? Exactly. So, well. And and we kind of said it too. Um, a lot of a lot of these guys that have either played 
juniors or NCAA or any type of double IHF events, you will have sponsors on your helmet. It's a, it's a given, especially since world juniors is starting, you're going to see a lot of that. And no one seems to complain about, about that. They, they think it's totally fine. Even though those are on national sweaters, you know, with USA, Canada, Sweden, Finland, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. So no one, no one seems to complain when they do it there. Uh, so funny how like, you know, someone in Arizona is complaining. They have a helmet sticker because the team's actually going <laughs> to generate some revenue. I mean, <laughs> that's unfortunate. So, so do, you, do you think any of the teams will go away from their, uh, their rink sponsor and go to like a different sponsor on their helmet? I think it's a money who's paying. Right. I mean, the sure it's money. So <laughs> if they're, if the arena sponsor doesn't pay, then who's they'll got find the most somebody. money? Yeah. They'll find somebody, right? Like somebody will, will want to get their logo out there on TV, you know. Sure. I, I don't think that's an issue. I, I think it I think with the guys that came out today with the arena sponsors, like the the tweet that I sent you guys from the, the sports business journal that I guess first announced it, I don't know, but you know, that that guy Mark Burns was basically saying those arena sponsor deals are like make good deals. So, you know, the, the arena sponsors aren't getting as much visibility this year because fans aren't going to be there and the, the season is shorter. So they were looking for something to make up for that. And I think, you know, with, with Bridgestone and Capital One with the Caps and then Prudential with the Devils, um, it's definitely just a, a make up make good deal for well, them. Well, I guess yeah. so far the nice thing is all those companies are national international companies really. So so they get a lot of bang for the buck having a helmet sticker. Yeah, for sure. on on the helmet. For sure. I don't it 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 just ex- exposes more people to their brand and yeah. especially it's, kind of what we saw from the caps. Yeah, and especially what we saw from the caps today where I forget exactly how it was worded. Rigsby helped me out here. It was something to the effect of, oh, this jersey's presented by Capital One or, oh, or yeah. something so like then, that. Yeah. So, so then yeah, yeah, the caps the caps then <laughs> extended it even further and they were like, Oh yeah, by the way, not only are they our helmet partner, but they're also our reverse retro partner. So <laughs> the the reverse retros are officially like and I'm going to mess this up, but it's the reverse retros by Adidas presented by Capital One or something like <laughs> right. that. <laughs> like, so, so they're definitely just trying to, like for those major partners, trying to give them as much as they can considering the situation, which, you know, I guess in the business world, you know, that's doing right by them and, and their partners. Dude, can you imagine if like the Dallas Stars have like the Joe Rogan experience fucking on there? Oh my god! If it, ha- oh if it says god. if it has JRE on there, yeah. oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Holy train, shit! Train by day, podcast Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. <laughs> now, dude, like Pittsburgh, if it ain't Heinz, I don't want to see it. Like <laughs> Caps already have Capital One, but they should have had five guys. Five, yeah, five guys is pretty fucking good. Tampa should have Sea Dew, the jet skis, Sea <laughs> Dew, <laughs> or whatever type of shorts that Pat Maroon pissed his pants in. 
dude, dude, I bet you, I'm willing to bet that guy knew he was pissing his pants too. Oh yeah, he, he was just like he was like, how am I going to oh, go to the bathroom during yeah. the middle of all this? I'll just go here. Yeah, not going to happen. He just looks like one of those guys. Yeah, dude, I saw a video of him training. He threw like a medicine ball on the ground like ten times. I was like, oh, I'm tired. And I'm like, dude, did you just like start your workout? Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He is one of us. One of us. One Pat of Maroon us. is one of us, dude. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. could easily transition into OFBG <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. Oh, we got to talk about the uh, um, the rivalry schedules. This oh, yeah. the oh, fierce rivalries. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's there's not going to be any fans in in arenas, yeah. but. With the division alignment, I think uh, it's going to be awesome because you're going to have like Pittsburgh, Philly, Washington, and some other people in <laughs> in the East Division, <laughs> and all those guys are going to play each other eight times. It's going to be Thunderdome times. In division, yeah, and they're. They were saying that the way the schedules are going to work to limit travel and COVID protocol and all that stuff. Oh, there's series, like weekend series. They're going to be two, three, and there's a, I, I think there's a few four game series. Oh it's going to be God. like, they oh, said with some of the teams, right? Yeah. Holy crap. Oh man. It's <laughs> going to be awesome. So you want to talk about rivalries. What happens on the, when you play a team fourth game, when you're right? dead tired. Oh <laughs> right? Yeah. That's or no, like when you, when you play a team the first time, it's like, okay, you know, whatever the second time some stuff happens. And then the third time, all that bad blood's built up. Right. <laughs> and it all spills over. And I think those games are going to be awesome. Be good. Well, yeah. especially kind of, you know, they're only allowing the top four teams in a division to, to make it. So let's say, just given the bad blood of recent years, let's say the last weekend of the series, teams are jockeying for position. You got something in the schedule like Pittsburgh Islanders at Pittsburgh, Caps Philly, Caps playing in Philly, something like that. Yeah, and you yeah. need you know mm. certain teams need to split to get you know their seating, yeah. or even let's say something like a situation where they got to take three out of four in the last weekend oh to make the yeah. playoffs, stuff like that. I mean, that just goes that and. And that's the stuff that I really like. A few years ago when the Caps and Flyers play or Pens and Flyers played in the playoffs and they had that horrible series where Breeze Goloff and Flurry couldn't stop a beach ball and there <laughs> were fights every 20 seconds. Part of it was because they played like three times in the last like, you know, 10 days of the regular season. There was even, yeah. was it uh Granado and Laviolette were yelling at each other <laughs> on the glass in between the coaches glass there, just screaming at each other. And man, they had all that bad blood that sp spilled into the playoffs. Yeah, man. So, so can you imagine just like, oh, great. <laughs> we played this team, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hey, what's our schedule? Like, oh, next Friday, Saturday, we're back in Pittsburgh, like stuff like that. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, imagine just the, like you were saying, just the, the bad blood and the, the hatred. I, I almost kind of like it because you do the last couple of years of the NHL and it is cool. You get to go to the Western conference and 
do the Western conference swing and even kind of the Southern swing and whatnot. I, I really want to see more caps, flyers, pens, flyers, pens, Islanders, pens, caps, pens, caps, Mm. you know, all the teams we're, we're pretty fortunate as fans of caps and pens, all the teams we really kind of want to beat and play against. We're all in that division. Yeah. There's a lot of teams in that division where either like I hate them or I don't like that player or so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Now I can, I can see this going on uh, next season. Even if they get a bunch of good matchups this season, just kind of going off the same kind of, kind of schedule, but then only making you play like the West teams or any of the other teams in other divisions, like one time, as opposed to like a couple of times. Because, like you said, I think there's going to be a lot of great battles uh, this upcoming season with with this new format. Oh, what if we're playing 56 games this time? That means that there's like come on, Matt, 20, 25, 24 other games that you have to play, or that we're not getting this season. So, if there's 24 <laughs> and you go hit the West teams once or whatever, you play you you get. 26 whatever it is you know <laughs> 25 ish games uh, you can you can thing, hit the good thing there's no video <laughs> can you do <laughs> wait is there a way they can play Aaron, the, is there a way they can play ish away. games they can play ish amount of games yeah they, they can play, <laughs> play an ish What's game that? over here yeah is that the is that you know what i'm saying so if there's 25 ish <laughs> games ish. 26 specifically <laughs> <laughs> then, then you could hit all the West teams once. If you're an Eastern Conference team, you hit all the West teams once, and then you hit, you know, the other divisions. You just split your 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 games a little bit differently than we are now. So, if we're, right, yeah, we're playing your own division eight times. I mean, that's that's a bit much. But what if mm-hmm. it was like six or seven times, or specifically with your rivals, you do play them eight, maybe even more. Maybe if they change the schedule up so that you're playing two of your big rivals 10 times a season. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Especially if you're catching them towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. like, that'd be, that'd well, be great. We're going back to the, like that West coast thing, even in a regular year, they would, most teams on the East will do a West coast swing, right? They'll, they'll do two, right? They'll do right. the Western Canadian teams as a trip. And then they'll do the California, Arizona kind of trip. Right. And then maybe mm-hmm. Colorado Colorado or Dallas on the way back or something like that. So if they were already planning for something like that, yeah, maybe you stack, you know, you stack groups of those series together and you make your swing, you know, out West or, or to Western Canada or something. Right. And you do that. I think that definitely works and, and it would be awesome. It's, it's really Again, like I, I'm a baseball fan too, and I know John is too. Like, it's a it's a baseball schedule. Like you, those teams when they go on trips or when they have people come in town, they're playing at least you know a three game series, maybe four. Um, you know, you 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 play kind of your two. If it's a three game series, you kind of play your two regular primetime matchups, and then you have like an afternoon game as your getaway game, so that the team that's leaving town um can get on the plane before dark or or whatever and get home early so i think it 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 presents like a lot of really cool kind of nuances to the schedule we might get some afternoon hockey 
um, which is cool. I, I think we everyone enjoyed enjoyed that over the summer with Return to Play. Um, so yeah, man, I I think it's going to be like the schedule excites me. Uh, the division alignment excites me. Um, the timeline, maybe not so much, but we'll see. Well, and, and two, the other thing, like you kind of said with baseball that we both enjoy, the if the if any of those NHL players, which I'm willing to bet 99% of them do, if you play juniors or NCAA or even youth hockey, you're playing two or three games a weekend. If you're in CHL or NCAA, you're playing the same team twice whether it's a Friday, Saturday or Saturday with a Sunday matinee game that that's the way it is. And it, it cuts down on travel costs, obviously for those leagues, but also you can get the max amount of games in, in a short compressed schedule type thing. Well, and, even, uh, even AHL, like I've, I've been to, yeah, yeah. They Hershey, all play Bear, those. Hershey bears game playing, uh, Wilkes-Barre. And then yep. the next night we played in Wilkesbury. So yeah, they'll do <laughs> it. Awesome. Do a, well, yeah, I mean, they'll, uh-huh. that's the thing. Like they'll do a home and home or a two game stint, however mm-hmm. they do it. And it, and I see nothing wrong with it. And and if you look at it, like, you know, Hershey bears, Wilkesbury, baby penguins or Lehigh Valley phantoms playing, you know, that triad there, are those three teams, like that's how you get those Saturday night, brawls essentially yeah man they don't hate each other (laughs) i think think it's awesome i love it but but it it does nothing for the league other than elevate that play i i think those teams will get excited for it and also if it's a 56 game schedule not that there's any nights off obviously but if you're playing a team that you know is going to come at you constantly i'd rather see harder fought games not saying that even in the 82 game schedule you get kind of these duds of games, but you do see kind of something where teams come off these back-to-backs and they're just, I wouldn't say flat because that's not the right word because they're clearly trying, but you can kind of, there's not enough jam there if that if that's the right word. Yeah, Kind of like we, October hockey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, I think that's more them getting their legs. <laughs> I think, yeah, can you imagine that? Like something where, you know, a team goes 0-4 to start the season just because they can't get their legs. Like, you know, I mentioned it with the, you know, restart caps, pens, historically very slow out of the gate for whatever reason, unsure why they, they kind of hit a rut early on and then they have to play catch up in a 56 game season that that's going to add some intrigue very early on. I know we kind of talked about it. The East is definitely the most stacked division out of all. Yes. Four. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you guys see as being the weakest division? Which one has which one has De- Detroit and uh, Nashville? I think oh. it's cent- Central. Central, yeah, yeah. that yeah, is because that is Colorado. Because they've got Florida. That Don't they? The yeah, they got the Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Colorado. Yeah. I actually, me personally, I think it's the West. So it's Anaheim, Arizona. Those Ooh. two teams. Meh. Colorado, is- strong. Los Angeles, Minnesota Wild, San Jose Shark. Vegas, the one that division, St. Louis Blues. It's I, sneaky though. They it have is sneaky. Arizona's sneaky. I think um They're spunky. Yeah, they could still think some the games. Wild, I agree. The wild are not gonna like I think they're trending think in the right direction. They'll be in the top four in that division. They're not gonna like go anywhere, but they'll be in the top four in that division. It's a sneaky division, I think. The the central is the weakest. I th- it, like Detroit and like Nashville's 
they're they're trending the wrong way. Right, they're going, they're the, wrong going the wrong direction. Detroit is Detroit. They're rebuilding. Uh, Chicago is rebuilding, even though they're not. They don't. <laughs> the players say are. they not. They the players say be, they don't. But the, the, the players say <laughs> right? they aren't like, rebuilding. The management is saying they're rebuilding. Right? So that'll like, be interesting. So they're they're a little conflicted. Uh, <laughs> is Duncan <laughs> Keith still in the league? Yes. Yeah. Duncan yeah. Hines. <laughs> Duncan Hines. <laughs> Duncan Hines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I, and then, Danny, Danny, then, you kind of mentioned the funny thing is you mentioned the Canadian division. I, I think that's going to be one of the sneakier, stronger no, divisions. Did. Or Aaron, no, Aaron did because he Aaron. doesn't because he doesn't believe that Matthews versus McDavid eight times. Is going to be no. I think that's great, but oh, that's going to be amazing. I'm that's how the league's going to make Ottawa's, and <laughs> they need that. That's why they did it. I guarantee. But, They're like, but what can we the do Jets, to make money? The Jets are still decent. Uh, Calgary, Calgary, Calgary's going Calgary's, the right way. Calgary's They're going the right, right way. way. Vancouver's going the right way. Yes, and Vancouver's another year older with a goalie, right? Like and that that division I, is pretty yeah. darn good, man. And the Jets, no one said this. I know you and I did Rigsby, and I think you did too, Danny. If they didn't get hurt, they would have done some damage last they year. They would have done some I damage. I really yeah. think yeah. that. Or think like Vegas, but they got the injury bug at first game, essentially. Vegas got hurt, unfortunately, in the conference finals, but that they can do some damage that that Jets team. And the yeah, Sens, they're going to be scrappy. I think, I mean, hopefully, I like Matt Murray. I hope he does all right. But I think they're they're trending upwards in a good direction. DJ Smith's a good coach. He clearly wants his team to develop. He came out today and said, I was reading in The Athletic, he said, I have no problem with my teams, you know, my, my guys playing against the strong North Division because we're playing against the best players in the league. I mean, if they're... You know, I'm sure some people kind of balk at that statement, but if you kind of look, like there's a lot of youth in that Canadian division on mm-hmm. Toronto and Edmonton, Calgary. There's a lot to be said for those teams. They're very, they're very good. They're very talented. Montreal, they could definitely steal some games. I won't say yeah, anything. That's a, I like that's Harry a, <laughs> they're, they're that team is around. They they're they're always in the mix, right? So you can't. Like they're not, they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to. The hometown crowd's not going to buy calls this year. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you but talking they, about, Montreal? Uh, typical. <laughs> that never happens. Montreal oh, typical. typical. <laughs> That'll happen typical every Montreal. day of every year. The only, I mean, the only, the only division where I look kind of like what you guys were saying with the Central, the West, the Ducks. The Sharks and the Kings. I just don't see that. I, yeah, but the rest of the division's good, man. It's, it's kind of funny. Like four years ago, we talk about you know the Ducks, the Kings, and the Sharks. That's a gauntlet if you had to do that road trip. Yeah, right. That's yeah. just like they're like you're zero yeah. three. If you win one, great. If you win two, that's amazing. Yeah, if yeah. you win three, it's yeah. like oh my god, you're a cup favorite. And now, what are you? What is what are that? You drinking? What is that? Is oh, that a you 40? Got, it's a sour. <laughs> 40. <laughs> Why do you have a King Cobra? What are you That's doing? That's a huge bottle. What, what, what is that? It's a devil's backbone, tropical latitude, sour fruit ale. 
I would never get a, uh, well, maybe I won't say this, but I would, no, I'm going to say it. I would never get a devil's backbone sour. Just so, saying. Let me, I'm sorry. let me say this. It was free. All right. Well, all right. Free 99. It, okay. it was given to me. It was given okay. to me. Is that like a 750 mil bottle? What is that? That's a big bottle. No, I just have small hands. <laughs> 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 wait put it next to your arms <laughs> so i can get a true uh, uh that's what she said i will drink this whole thing though well you opened it yeah you got him yeah yeah ha- i mean that's that's etiquette again etiquette it's, it's gotta etiquette. be a good person yeah. We're into etiquette here. It's almost up there with returning the cart. I mean, yeah, you yes. wouldn't leave yeah. your cart by the side of the curb. You wouldn't leave an unopened beer undrank. Right, right. And on that <laughs> note, Rego's going back to the cooler. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to talk about uh, NWHL. Really good thing today we heard from NBC. They're going to broadcast part of the Isobel Cup semifinals and finals for the National Women's Hockey League, which is a good thing for women's hockey lessening the gap between the men's game and the women's game yeah, they're getting a major a yeah a major network airing their primetime championship they already got a sponsor earlier this summer um you know a really big sponsor of a million plus dollars which is awesome for the women's game i'm excited to see it i you know rigsby and i were talking about a little while ago women's hockey think it's great the skill is always there and now the fact that they can showcase it on a major network, it, it just does nothing but grow the game. Yeah, that's huge. Absolutely. Who are you pulling for, Aaron? Do you have a National Women's Hockey League team yet? I think I've decided on the uh, Buffalo Buttes. Buffalo Spe- Buttes. Specifically because I got my start in hockey watching the Rangers win the cup in 1994. So I saw Stefan Matteau swing it in front and score. and to take them uh, past the conference finals. And <clears throat> they just signed Allison Mattel, daughter of Stefan. So this past summer. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm picking a player and that's how I'm picking my team. So I'm going with the Buttes. Nothing wrong with that. Rigsby, do you have a team? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I already, I'm going with the Toronto six. Oh, okay. For the okay. six God, Drizzy, yeah. Drake. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Started from the bottom. Too. I like Start that from the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, what about you? You got a you got a team yet? You got a horse in the race? I don't have a team yet. I, c- I kind of like the Connecticut Whale. Okay. But uh, I-, I don't know yet, so I'll, I'll have to look further into it. Hmm. And uh, I'll let you guys know. Maybe maybe next uh, next time we record, I'll have a team. Who do you got? That works. That works. Who do you got, John? Me, personally, I'm a New York Riveters or Metropolitan Riveters. Uh, you would be. What is that <laughs> supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm very confused at that statement. Why you picked the Rivers? Amanda Kessel was on that team a little while ago. Oh, uh, yeah. And now the truth so, comes out. Yes. 
I didn't know that. The, that might have affected my choice. Yeah. <laughs> the better, the better Kessel. Yeah. The, the better Kessel. The better yeah. Kessel. <laughs> Gold winning Kessel. Yeah. Right. Oh. But I don't, I actually don't think mm. she's playing this season, but I'll, I'll go with the Metro Riveters. So, so well, hopefully cool. we can see some of their games on TV. Oh, it'll, yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully they make it to the semifinals. It'll be good. I'm sure we'll we'll have some things to say about it. And like we kind of said, especially if there are young girls out there watching the sport, that'll only just elevate the game. Yeah, Absolutely. it's huge. It's huge for them. I'm, I mean, I know like coaching and stuff, we've seen more and more girls coming into the game now at the younger ages, which is only going to grow it further. And then getting that stage now on NBC sports, like that's huge. It's a big deal. And, you know, they always, since 98, um, we've always seen women's hockey, like in the Olympics and, and that kind of stuff, but seeing a, a pro league now and an outlet there, that's going to be huge, uh, for the hockey community. Well, and I think that's also a good tool for USA Hockey too, because that oh, that's absolutely. such a that's such a crown jewel for USA Hockey. They're very pleased, and and I think not just them, but I also think women's sports. They can always depend on Team USA. We always battle against Canada for that gold medal, and it's a big deal. It's very special. I know I always watch it because I have a really good interest in USA Hockey. I I want to see USA Hockey teams. Ideally, if we could sweep all WLIHF events, it doesn't always happen that way, but that is a that is a big thing in the Olympics. You always want to see USA Hockey men's and women's do really well. And unfortunately for the men's, they only get world championship and then the Olympics. And clearly those aren't the two watched two most watched events in men's hockey. Obviously, it's NHL Stanley Cup. Women's it is the Olympics or bust essentially that those are the, those are the two events. So unless you really go and seek out women's hockey, you really don't get a lot of news or video on it. So the fact it's on a major network, it, it's going to elevate it. Like we've all said. And, and I think that it's, it's uh, specifically good because you're going to get people who are just like flipping through channels and they're going to stop. And there, anytime that there is more hockey on the TV, to potentially catch somebody while they're channel surfing, that's how you that's how you grow the game. And hockey is a unique sport in that somebody could just flip onto a women's game and not realize they're watching women. And that is how that's how far women's hockey has come as well. Is that girls are good, and people could watch pro women's hockey and not realize they're watching women's hockey. And that's how you get interested in hockey in general. So it's going to grow the sport. It's it's a great thing. Well, you know we're going to watch it as long as there's hockey on. We're watching it. Absolutely, yeah, dude. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever level, I, I don't care. Like if mm-hmm. it's on TV or I can find it somewhere, like I'm going to watch it. Watch so, it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, sometimes the women's stories you hear it a lot of the like a good majority of the girls they played you know, on boys teams up until they either essentially went to college to go play women's hockey or, you know, almost like their last year in midget. And and they were always one of the top players on the boys teams and stuff like that. Or you hear, you know, kind of in the Kessel family, they all just played hockey. And you look at Phil and Amanda, they're, you know, the two best 
uh, Phil won a Stanley Cup, and Amanda has a gold medal to her name. So really good pedigree there in that family, obviously. Phil won two Stanley Cups. Just pointing that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Two time, two time, huh. two time. And he's, and he's still and he's not still, even the best Kessel. Yeah, he's, he's still, still not, not the best Kessel. Hey, you know what though? Hey, Rigsby. He's still a Stanley Cup champion. That's right. <laughs> he's That's still right. a Stanley Cup he champion. Is. He is. And, I, and I bet you he would wreck Coney. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. he would. He does he, love he, hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be it tonight, everybody. Thanks for listening. Me and the guys want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Don't forget to tell your friends, your family, your teammates about our podcast if you like it. Also, be sure to tune in for next week's podcast. We got somebody special coming on. Thanks again for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.